When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Sports Day. It's a dedication for some frustrated West Tigers fans. My happiness. Big news today. Most of the board, bar one, stepping down from their roles, including the CEO and the chairman of the West Tigers, Lee Hadjimantelis, uh, will be on uh, with Vossi and James Magnuson breakfast tomorrow about 8 o'clock uh, for those listening through SEN. Um Tomorrow night, we're going to have the new CEO, well, the interim CEO, and we don't know how long that'll be, Sats. Shane Richardson will be joining us, and you've had a bit of a history with uh, Richard, of course, at yeah. your time at the, the Panthers, and he, he um, is a very successful man. You know, he goes in, and as you mentioned to Benny, Benny Elias before, very good with crisis management. Outstanding. Mate, tell, tell us, with Richard, what's he going to bring to the club from day one? Well, he'll bring um, he'll bring a sense of calm, in a sense of calm. Where when he walks into your room, he's got he's got a real aura about him, Shane Richardson, because because of his track record. Uh, but in saying that, he brings a sense of calm, but also a sense of uneasiness. And now many people are saying you can't have that in the same in the same room. Well, you can one because of his experience, and two, he makes you feel uneasy for in a good way. Because he makes you become a better person within your role. So and he challenges you. Absolutely. He'll ask questions that you don't you don't want asked in some cases. But it's it's all about developing people within the organization. He's ruthless in a good way. He's intelligent from both financially. He comes from a finance background before he got involved in rugby league. Um, he's very intelligent operationally as well. He's got a great understanding of all facets of operations in rugby league. And that comes from the salary cap to commercial department to the digital age, which is really important now. His son, Brent Richardson, who was our ball boy at Penrith, has mm. now got a very good company called Rich Digital, which is all about commercialising the digital age, which, as we know, athletes, well... That's where they live, mate. Everything is in the yeah. digital age now. Yeah. So he's very good across all facets of the competition. Now, the experience I had with Shane Richardson, of course... He knows a lot about coaching as well. He's involved as a coach when, when Johnny Lang was a coach at East Tigers in Brisbane. And then he went to the Sharks when Johnny Lang went there as well in 94, I think it was, yeah. And then from 94, they both came to the, the Panthers in 2002. Now, the club was on its knees, both um, financially and credibility-wise. We got the wooden spoon in 2001. One of its greatest sons, if not their greatest son, and Roy Simmons was sacked as the coach, along with the CEO, Mark Levy, was gone. A lot of people in their positions, they lost their positions. And Shane Richardson came in, and we knew as players when he was coming in that this is a guy that's going to rattle some cages. And he did from day one. He rattled cages, but he also developed really successful programs with the community, which are world-recognised programs. Panthers on the Prowl, they were called. He made some decisions about players that he believed they're – their mindset wasn't in the best interest of the club. He brought in 
uh, trustworthy uh, trustworthy individuals into really key appointments within the within the organisation, and he built he continued to build a really good pathway program for for Panthers, and in the space of two years, it'd gone from last to winning a premiership, minor yeah. premiership, and a premiership, which you're involved in, of course. Yeah, so I mean, I had an experience. I had a I had a bad experience with Shane Richardson also when he he basically had to tell me that there's no money in the salary cap in our premiership year as we we're sort of heading into the back end of the season. So I had the worst of Shane Richardson as well. And and for years I held a grudge against him because I didn't understand the salary cap. But then when I was a part of the salary cap committee at the Gold Coast Titans when we started that up, I then looked back and realised that this is a guy that it didn't matter about reputations, whatever it may be, he had to make the best decision with what's the best interest of the club. Now, we had Luke Rooney, Luke Lewis, Trent Waterhouse, Shane Rodney, Steve Turner, um, Frank Pritchard, Luke Swain, all these young players that are coming through. And it made sense that a guy Mm. that was 31 didn't have a future at the club. At the time, I didn't agree with it, but he made the right decision based on the salary cap. So that's the sort of guy that you get. Yeah, that's good. Um, Oh, I guess. And it's what the West Tigers. The West Tigers are in exactly the same position. Well, you talk about players, you know, went to the club and there was players that maybe mentally weren't there. And Yeah. I mean, it sounds exactly like the West Tigers. It's exactly the same position the West Tigers are in. Now, I think the West Tigers are probably in a better financial position overall. And many people may say, hang on a sec, the Panthers got all those clubs, but they went through a real lean period there. Mm. But the West Tigers are probably in a better commercial position position is what the club, the Panthers were at the end of 2001. But when it comes to credibility in the rugby league world, the West Tigers and Panthers from 2001 are in exactly the same position. And the difference was we made two changes to our team in 2003, two notable changes, a young front row by the Ben Ross came yep. untested and turned into a grand final and a state of origin front row. And Preston Campbell came over from Cronulla he won the Dallium in 2001. Mm. Chris Anderson went there in 2002. So did Brett Kamali. And Preston sort of came off the bench. He was thrown into second grade. So he followed Lange and Shane Richardson to Penrith. So there weren't a lot of player changes. Yep. What he did do is he identifies success and he implements it very, very well. And he implements it, most importantly, rapidly. How, how good will he be for Benji? He'll allow Benji to do Benji's job. Now, I do apologise because I was going to talk about the general manager of rugby league. and We've got a, a Stormy Daniel. There's been a couple of people have texted in as well and said that they did appoint a general manager of footy in mid-November, Matthew Betsy. So, okay. And that's really important. They've got a strong, a strong general manager that understands all the facets of the rugby league operation, most importantly, recruitment and retention, salary cap, how to run a successful rugby league operation, operations as well, implementing the right people that, that know what success look like. And also ensuring you don't have people around you that are yes men, that are, that are going to ask questions to the general manager and the CEO. And if they've got that in the general manager of footy with Matthew Betsy, both he and Shane Richardson will work swimmingly together and allow Benji to do what Benji does. And that is... Yep ensure that he can focus on the team and the underbelly, what's coming through as well. Yeah, that's good. Um, Lee Hadjman, tell us, we're talking about, talking about him earlier, off the air, you and I, and 
And, mate, you think it's really important that rugby league doesn't lose a bloke like that? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he is the major sponsor, uh, Bryden's Lawyers. He's been a major, he was a major sponsor of New South Wales Origin team and program there for a number of years. This is a guy that loves rugby league to his core, okay? And he probably admits that he felt as though as chairman when the club was failing that he had to probably inject himself into the into the club and the rugby league operations and comment about the, the rugby league operation more because the club was failing on the field. But probably less is best from your chairman. He probably understands that. But, yeah. you know, this is a guy that's not only injected a lot of money into the game, but he injects a lot of money and ensures that a lot of the pathways and grassroots are funded as well. Um, I hope through this whole experience we don't lose him to the game as a fan, yeah. most importantly, because he can. You can carry a lot of battle scars from it. And he's a good man, Lee Hedgem Tallis. His decisions and his comments come from a really, really good place. Mm. Yeah. Rightio. They've lost a few players over the years. They, they have. They, we're talking about this off the air as well. I can't believe there's, there's a, a, seven, a list of 17, a full squad, mm. a full team of players that they've lost over the years. I mean, one of the biggest ones is their, their local junior, Teddy Tedesco. Yeah. Like, like, well, that junior Totolo, I didn't realise actually spent no. a lot he of time. Was a, yeah, he time. was a junior Totolo, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Never um, got his crack. Marty, Marty Tapao. Marty Tapao was there as well. Um, yeah, they haven't had a lot of success since 2000. Won a comp in 2005, of course. Only played in a couple of final series, a few finals of series as well. Um, but uh, Mitchell Moses... Of course, is the nephew of of Benny Elias, uh, Curtis Sirinan, Chrissy Heinington. Um, Curtis Sirinan. There's an argument there that some of them, yeah, you know, not Curtis, but there's some of these players that were they at an age where they were either too young and weren't showing enough, or they too old that they probably moved them on. Tomate Martin, yeah, the West Tigers boy, who was a Kiba Park boy. Then West Tigers had a really good relationship with with the West Tigers for a number of years. That's where they got Benji and. Um, players like Tamari Martin out of so Andrew Fafita was one, yeah. Robbie Robbie Farah they let him go, but um, now what the assistant coach of the club he's uh, back there. Uh, did we talk about Woodsy? Aaron Woods well, was... over promoting the game in Las Vegas at the moment. We're still scratching our head about that, but he was another one they let go. I just want to uh, you mentioned Mitch Moses uh, gone, uh, Benji they let him go towards the end of his career. Josh Adokar. Wow. Josh Addo Carr was at the West Tigers. Yeah, both he and Suliasi Vunavalu made their debuts at Leichhardt Over one day. I think they both scored you know, they scored multiple tries, both the same, and both wearing the same number, I'm led to believe. I think it was 23, I think it was. Uh, Bo Ryan, they say, yeah, but he wasn't a he wasn't a, a state-of-origin player, but Bo Ryan's really good for team, team dynamics yep. as well. As well, he played with Marika Korobiti was oh. a player as well. He went to Melbourne after that. Um, and of Blake course, Austin, who went to to the Raiders. Yep. So most notable, I suppose, their retention has been poor. Their recruitment has been poor over the years as well. I've got to say, I, I felt as though the second Michael Maguire was a poor one by the club. Um, I think the club was in a position where they let players and and aspirational people in the club make decisions. Is it harsh in saying mediocre players? Well, players that probably players that hadn't set the world on fire. Um, for a consistent amount of years and time at a club or at any club, have a standing in the game that can make a decision on the well-being of the coach because, quite frankly, players aren't smarter than the coach. Mm. You've let Brooks go as well? Well, yeah, it's 
that's good for Brooks. That's good for Luke Brooks. Brooks needs that. You reckon change. he's kicking himself now, though? No, no. I think he just needs that change. He needs a change. And um, you know, there's a, a kid that's never played finals. So incredible, isn't it? So all in all, uh, to get back to you really quickly to to finish off Shane Richardson, what you're going to get is you're going to get a, a guy that's going to make some strong choices that are going to upset a lot of people, but mm. it's going to make it's going to be good for the club in the end as well. Um, lots of texts coming through um, about the West Tigers. I know some tongue-in-cheek are going, geez, thanks. Uh, now my dragons are going to be wooden spooners uh, <laughs> next Ryan, year. Ryan Pappenhausen. Was he a West Tiger? He's a West Tiger. And go. Simon from Balgani really quickly says, I don't think there's a rugby league fan out there that doesn't have a soft spot yeah. for the West Tigers or doesn't want success from them. Well said, Simon. I, you know, I'd only spent a year at the club, but I thoroughly enjoyed my year at the club. I really did. From their CEO Steve Noyce, their coach Tim Sheens, to Brian Harder, the head of train, the the head, one of the head trainers, um, yeah, just really yeah. good people in the club. So, Simon, I think you're right there. There are a lot of people that that do have a soft spot for the Tigers. There, um, it's funny because um, I heard today too a lot of the decisions recently have been kind of marketing decisions. Mm. You know, how do we get the fans excited about the club? Bringing back your Tim Sheens, bringing in. Benji Marshall, like a double ticket and all that stuff, and everything's failed. Mm. Like the Sheens experiment failed badly. Yeah, it, it did. It did. Um, it was embarrassing, Sats. But in, in saying that, there was no real – there was no – I'm not blaming Sheensy for this, by the way. The, the club is the, – the, the game itself is lacking the depth of high quality – and I'm, I'm not saying quality coaches. I'm saying high quality coaches. Like experienced. Yeah. And – Tim Sheens, to his credit, sort of said he put his hand up and said, I'll come and, yep. and do it. And I, but unfortunately, Tim just took too much on. Yep. And and it was, um, you yeah, know, it was the end of him. So, yeah, Mark I, on, yeah, yep. sorry, you're going to say, Mark yeah, on the text 736 sums it up for Tigers fans. About bloody time. Up the Tigers. Got to go to a break.